Welcome to our True Crime, True Family podcast. Quarantine equals no life, so we've decided to start a true crime podcast. I'm Emily, and along with my mom, Kate, and our cousin Paige, we will be discussing popular true crime documentaries and cases. Due to sensitive subject material and explicit language, viewer discretion is advised. Hey, we're back this week with episode four of Tiger King, here with my cousin Paige and my mom, Kate, who will be walking us through. That was good. Okay. <laughs> good job, Em. Thanks. So, episode four opens with another Joe Exotic insane music video. He has the nerve to sing along to his songs <clears throat> in the car, and the voices don't sound the same. <laughs> He says his music is an escape from reality, and I guess that's true because he certainly isn't singing. It's not real. But I also don't... I, I, I cannot stand that he drives around with tigers in his front seat. Well, he didn't want to be alone in the car. I, I just think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, he's got... Like, first of all, how... Are your seats not all scratched to hell? And if he like slams on the brakes, that thing is gonna fuck him up. Yeah, that's probably oh. true. Well, and he like is sitting there like it's like pawing at him and he's like all like pay attention to the road. <laughs> yeah, it's like hard enough to drive around with a skater in the car. I don't know what it would be like to drive around with like well, I'd be worried, like, you're driving by. What if, like, a dog runs by and the cat catches its eye and, like, tries to attack? It's, like, th- <laughs> still a wild animal. Oh, yeah. But he's so... Well, but, I mean, I think they said that he, like, tranquilizes the tigers, which I really hope that he does, because it's just... It's very like nerve-wracking for me to watch things like that and then we hear another phone call joe makes from jail he says he and carol made money off each other they became popular off each other i don't think that either one of them are really popular it's like a train wreck it's like look and see these two idiots but he says she hated him and he was her number one cub abuser that she could make money off of. I'm not really sure how that makes her any money, but he says she was the number one husband killing, fed him to the tiger's bitch. He could make music videos about. And okay. I would be seriously shocked if they made any money off his music. Like I. Well, maybe he sells them in the gift shop. For sure he does, but I feel like nobody would buy that. Well, that's what I mean. Like, maybe people do. <laughs> mm, I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm not buying it. Like, I don't, as a joke, maybe. Like, the only way he makes a sale is if he, like, forces somebody to sit there and listen to it. And he's like, oh, that's me. Do you think that's good? And they're like, yeah, because they just want him to shut up. And then the, he's like, okay, well, can you buy this? And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you think he, like, solicits his own self? For sure. <laughs> I think he does. Or he, like, makes it 
like he, like he throws it in free with when they buy something else so he can be like i've sold this many records <laughs> it's like you know you sold that many t-shirts and you put that in as a free gift but then again i mean carol did say she makes like twenty three thousand dollars a week so who the fuck knows like i guess probably they do make money i don't really know don't we get behind the scenes of his music video with a Coachella Carol Duke feeding her husband to the tigers. And then Joe is holding shit in his hand and he yells, God, that stinks. Get this, get this over with. Hurry up. And I don't understand why he's holding actual shit. Yeah. That was real confusing. Like I thought it was dirt. Yeah, I thought it was, like, Play-Doh or, like, a brownie that you, like, mashed up. But, no, I mean, he's, like, got... And, like, is it cat shit? Is it human shit? Like, who knows? Like, with them, it could have been anything. Like, I just don't know why you would feel like you had to put real poop in your hand. (laughs) I don't... uh, I don't understand. Like, he's just so gross. And, like, I really... Was it really even necessary for the music video? Like you know what i don't think we've um i don't think the plate of body parts really hits home that she fed him to the tigers let me be you know mashing up his the tiger shit like oh god well he had to he had to you know force it through that she she fed these tigers to the or fed her her husband to the tigers he's an idiot (laughs) He says he's all fired up in his prison call. He's like, you don't think Carol Baskins is making money off me being in jail. You're crazier than shit. It's like, I don't, I don't know how she's making money off of you being in jail, but I'm sure she's real happy about it. Well, because he's in jail because of her. Well, yeah, I still don't see how that nets her a paycheck, but who knows? I mean, he's, you know Joe is, like, in prison, just mad as fuck that, like, this Tiger King is, like, such a phenomenon, and here he is in jail not being able to enjoy any of it. Like, he sounded annoyed about it when they're filming him for this documentary. Like, you know, if you, like, go in there now, he is probably, like, on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Like, my fans don't have access to me. <laughs> Oh, you know, he's losing his mind. Well, I did see that he, like, I don't know if he sent something or, like, he had somebody, like, they were trying to ask Trump to give him, like, a pardon. And Trump was like, I'll look into it. But it's like, are you really, like, you think the president, well... Although crazier things have happened, I guess I wouldn't be that shocked if Trump was like, yeah, let him out. He's fine. He's good for the country. Well, he did run for president. We'll hit that later. Oh, Lord. Could you even, I like, he would have been unbearable to be around, like, during all this crap. Like, if he tried to say something about a presidential anything, I'd be like, just, like, have a seat, dude. Have a seat. How many boyfriends do you think he has in prison? All of them. All of them. Then they take us back to 2016 and Howard is showing the filmmakers like 
like multiple file cabinets of information that they have on Joe. Um, I mean, it's insane the amount of documentation they have about Joe. Joe is just ridiculous. Well, and then who they- has all that? Like, I my life is not that interesting to fill up like four file cabinets. No, it's not. But if you ever have to go into litigation with people, it is insane the amount of paperwork that you have and have to like hold on to for evidence. It's yeah. Insane. Yeah. Like I worked in the court system, so I know there's like a lot of paperwork with it, but geez, like. Oh, well, just think if you're going back years, like, so you have to keep all the paperwork from the first trial, then the paperwork from the second trial. Because everything you have to like, I mean, court's just ridiculous. Like yeah. you have to go prove everything all over from the beginning each time. So it's like now you need all of the stuff from the beginning of time and then all the stuff in between. And it's, I, I think it's ridiculous that at no point did either one of these people say like, this is not worth it. Because they're both petty. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't about whatever they took Joe to court about. It was about being like, oh, okay, you're going to keep doing this. Well, this is what I'm going to do. And then that fed him to be like, oh, you're going to sue me now. This is what I'm going to do. And that it escalates on both sides. Well, and like, um, why even spend all the money on legal fees when you know you're not going to get jack shit out of him well right like yeah look there's no way i i don't know if this figure is correct but i know somewhere i saw that howard and carol spent like two and a half million dollars in legal fees like there's no way there's no way i would be like look i don't I don't care. Yeah. And the thing is, is you're doing this shit and it's just giving him more press and publicity. Well, and ammunition to like badmouth her, like, oh, look what she's doing. She's suing me because of whatever reason. It's like you're just asking for him to talk about you on the internet. And like, who cares? It's a fucking rumor. You know, like what makes you look more guilty is sitting there spending two two point five million dollars to try to be like uh uh-uh, uh don't say that yeah don't say that about me you know what I would do I'd be like uh-huh like good one Joe like I don't see me in jail like I don't I don't understand what the big deal was mm-hmm. I don't think the people that are gonna support Big Cat Rescue are not gonna support it because Joe said that she fed her husband to tigers. Yeah and just like People are going to go to Joe's zoo, even though you want to sit there and say that he's horrible to animals. Yeah. They're just, they're, it's so petty. Well, it's so petty. Uh, and you're paying all these, well, she pays these people nothing, not at all. And, you know, you have all these people that you're paying $150 a week to, to work really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going to spend the money on. Like you can't bump up their salary so that they can actually like have a life outside your zoo. Well, and like the logo stuff, like big cat rescue, big, big cat entertainment. 
because that's that's essentially what it started about was that he well, was right. using well that's the excuse yeah but he he like their logos looked nothing alike and who cares if he well, uses who even cares i mean it's like when i go to walmart and it's like am i gonna get like dr pepper or like mr pib like okay yeah we all know what it is like who cares yeah and like it's a website like you poke around a couple minutes and if you want to go i mean people aren't going to big cat rescue website to just be like you know what i would just like to give money like they probably want to know where it is how much it costs whatever so if you go to joe's site and you see that it's not in florida and you see that it's not this that or the other like okay you went to his site what the fuck does it matter Mm -hmm. he's just i mean they're both they're all just so petty and like that money could be like how much money could you or how much could you get for two and a half million dollars, you could buy a fucking island and put all the tigers there and let them live in wild or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're idiots. And Howard is like, he is just so like dorky looking. <laughs> Ugh, he's like hard to watch because it's just so like pitiful. <laughs> Ugh. You know, like, oh god, like, I would think if you had a hidden camera on them in their life, like, they would be so awkward. Do you think they even talk to each other? I don't think they do. Um, like, look, Howard, you need to get it together. Yeah, she the only talking she probably does do to him is like yelling or like, um, my favorite you know leopard print t-shirt is still dirty what the fuck were you doing all day yeah and then so joe is shown doing like some photo shoot with these tiny tiger cubs and john Renke says as soon as joe learned about social media he realized he needed to work the name if you google big cat rescue it pulls up big cat rescue in tampa Kevin Antle chimes in saying, do you know the power you have if you search up Google around the world and you're the first choice every time? He sounds so bitter. He's like, she's the one. She's the first choice every time. Supersedes all the zoos. She's at the top of all searches. Like, um, have a seat. Like, maybe he should touch her with his Shakti paw. (laughs) Like, he's so stupid. Like, he what like what are you that mad about like he says it like he's so mad everything about him bothers me about kevin antle yes like his stupid like he looks like his beard goatee whatever the fuck that is looks like a stamp like a white stamp underneath his lip it's disgusting oh that's funny and then, oh god! And who who are these people that watch Carol's videos? Because like I could watch the "Hey All You Cool Cat and Kittens," but that's about all I would get through of a YouTube video of her. She's she, like doing one of her YouTube videos. She's updating the world, and she's like, 
oh, the animals had a good day, but one of them didn't poop. It's like, oh, okay. Like, this this is what you all are fighting about? <laughs> Frankie explains that Joe had the idea that if he made his name close to Big Cat Rescue, he might pull up first on Google. Howard says, Joe decided that the way he would get back at us was to na- rename his traveling show Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. I disagree. I think that he tried to hire a hitman to kill Carol, and that was the way he was going to get back at them. <laughs> and he says renaming his traveling show was to try to bring in more revenue by getting more visibility. Uh, I mean, I think probably supplying meth and other drugs to his husband and staff gets expensive. And that's probably the bigger reason. <laughs> Ranky basically confirms this. Um, The filmmaker asks Joe where he got the name for his show, and Joe is playing dumb. Like, he's like, huh? What? I'm sorry. Oh, Big Cat Cat Rescue Entertainment? That that name? That name of my show? Oh, well, I mean, we're the biggest center in the world that's dedicated to rescuing big cats, and, um, you know, we entertain people. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I came up with this. Like, all right. Like, since when, sir? Like, so twitchy. Like, he either just did a whole bunch of drugs right before he started talking, or he has, like, a nervous tick or something. Because he, like, his face, like, he twitches the entire time. It's very distracting. I still didn't pay attention to that. I have to remember to do that. Like, I need to make a note. Like, if he only, well, I guess if you didn't see, like, his toothless husband, <laughs> you might think it was, like, some sort of, like, tick, like a Tourette's thing or something, but no. I mean, I'm I'm going with drug use. Um, and then Howard starts comparing Joe's logo to Carol's. Rinky says, it wasn't all the way similar, but it definitely looked like it. He got a Florida address and phone number and just would have it forward to his center in um, Oklahoma. And Rinky says that pissed her off and then things got worse. I mean, I didn't think, like, it definitely does look similar. But I didn't think it was, like, exactly alike. And it's not the same exact thing. I mean, I don't really know that I... I mean, I guess whoever goes to court and has the most money typically wins because if you have more money, you can just like drown somebody in bills that until they have no choice but to kind of like make an agreement with you. But I mean, I don't know that that's copyright. Who knows? Um, Howard says they couldn't sue him for cub putting, but they could sue him for violating their copyright. Then we get to see Joe's deposition. And Joe really dressed up for this deposition. Like, I don't know. He is wearing, like, a tattered T-shirt and a baseball hat. And it's like, you you know, like, this is going to be used in court, right? Like, you know that the judge is going to see this. Um, the case says it's Big Cat Rescue Corporation versus Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. Howard says he thought it would end there. I thought he would look at that and be smart enough to say, you know what? I don't want the expense of a lawsuit. I'll just stop using their name. 
And I yelled at the TV, really? Did you see his hair and his music videos? Do you think this man drops anything? Like, between that and the rampant drug use, allegedly. (laughs) Why would you think he had an ounce of common sense or was capable of rational thought? No, Joe did what most petty, crazy people do, and he continued using the name and filed countersuit claims to drag things out. And I don't know why you would even try to reason with somebody. It's just a pissing match, and it doesn't even matter. Um, Joe tells us they built a website that said 911animalabuse.org. And put out a reward for info leading to who killed Don or where his remains are. Like, this man is so petty. He has the financial ability to run a website and provide reward money to fuck with Coachella Carroll's dumbass. But his employees live in a shantytown and make $150 a week and eat expired Walmart food on the regular. Like, this, that's what I don't understand about these people. They're spending all this money on nothing. Like, nobody, it's not helping them or helping him. It, the only person that, like, profits off this is their attorneys. And so, and, in his, oh, sorry, what? No, no, go ahead. <clears throat> well, I was just going to say, in his deposition, they ask him why he started the 911 animal abuse website. And he says, to start posting the truth about Carol Baskin for a change. For a change. Clips of Joe being petty are shown. And then he says, like, why did it take $47,652 to put on your fur ball to only raise 45,000? So I guess she, she has like some gala that's supposed to raise money every year. And she calls it a fur ball. And like why you're going in and paying attention to what she's spending. Like, I don't understand what it matters. Like, if she wanted to spend a hundred thousand dollars on it and it cost forty five that or people only donated forty five thousand, like what business is it of yours? I think we should try to go to this fur ball. Oh my gosh. I think that, we should. That would be insane. I don't uh, it would take a lot of alcohol. Well, yeah, but still, like to say that you went. Well, yeah, there's that. I, but I would feel like I'd be like, oh, God. It, it'd just be like a shit show. But I just dude, imagine it's a shit we'd show. get to meet Carol Baskin. Like, we would try oh, our hardest to, you're like... You're right. She doesn't even remember her own volunteers that have worked there for years and years. We're not really going to meet her. Oh, I would do everything I could to, like, try to get a picture with her. Paige is like, um, I have um $7 million to donate. Can I get a pic? Yeah. Like... I will I will donate $500 if you take this picture with me and let me post it on social media. And then hand her an envelope of Monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even understand why that matters, like I said. But it does give us a picture of Don and Carol dressed up like complete losers at an event that looks more like a bootleg high school dance than any kind of ball or gala. Howard is defending their stance, and I really don't know or care what he is saying. But while he's talking, Carol is looking at him like, 
like my mom used to like when she was like in the front row of your play and she memorized all your lines and she's like mouthing them to you like <laughs> she's like you better not mess this up we went over this we've been over this um Kirkham says they were like the Hatfields and McCoys and then we see Joe having phone lines set up like he's putting on some fundraiser and he dresses up some sex toy blow-up doll to look like Carol and I wrote good luck Howard he doesn't give a fuck if he even wins he's just gonna fuck with you all for life Kirkham says Joe Exotic was everything I had dreamed of in finding a reality show and I paused at that point because I was like, was he, was Kirkham a producer on this? Which he wasn't. And I know we're about to find out why he didn't have a show in a few minutes, but like they still show a lot of footage from when Kirkham was there before, like he left. And so obviously not all of the footage was lost, but still, it's very odd. Like, a lot of the footage they show is clearly Kirkham's. But, I mean, I'm sure he's, like, beyond annoyed that this thing is, like, is such a, like, phenomenon. And he's like, oh, really? I'd been shooting that forever. And now this, this is what happened. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't suicidal. Um... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was wondering if Kirkham got paid extra because I felt like a lot of it had to be footage that they got from him. But who I I don't think that he did. Well, maybe it was like a lot of like stuff that had been on the Internet. Yeah, that's true. Like, oh, for the Internet. That's true. Yeah, because all of his stuff was lost. Maybe. Maybe it was all Internet stuff. Because it was, it, yeah. you could tell that it was Kirkham's, Kirkham's footage. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been. But, so then, Joe and Kirkham are shown doing publicity stills for Joe Exotic, Tiger King, the reality show. Kirkham says he, he started producing Joe's YouTube videos just to get in the door at the zoo. He had his own film crew following him, shooting behind the scenes of them shooting Joe's internet show. So it's like, I guess, show within a show. Kirkham could give a crap about the internet show, but that was the deal. and That was the deal they made and they had contracts that they both signed. He said, I'll let you shoot a reality show if you'll go ahead and run my studio. Kirkham was pumped. He said, hell yeah, I'm going to make a million dollars off this reality show. I'll do your little piddly ass internet show. Kirkham's teeth are awful. They look like butter. Like <laughs> butter. They're the same color as butter. <laughs> it's disgusting. Ugh, it's from a lot of coffee and cigarettes throughout the years. Yeah, and probably little to no brushing. And probably like his crack addiction didn't help. Um they show I don't know why they were shooting this, but Joe is on the ground with some huge yellow snake wrapping itself all fucking over him, and I am going to scream. It looked Joe's- like the snake from the Britney Spears um, video. 
or VMA performance or whatever. Yeah. His, his life is my own personal nightmare. Like snakes are disgusting. They're the worst. I am uncomfortable even seeing them on my TV. Like why? What was the point? Like it's a you have a cat rescue, not a snake rescue. Like oh. <laughs> I just I don't understand people that like snakes. It's weird. We get to see the intro that Joe films and he says Hey, I'm Joe Exotic, otherwise known as the Tiger King, the gay gun-carrying redneck with a mullet. And I just, like, he doesn't seem like he's a real person. He's just like a caricature of a person. It's like when I first started watching Honey Boo Boo, and I was like, these people aren't real. Then we get treated to a few random-ass clips, including Kirkham having a throne built for this jackass to put in the middle of the tiger cage for Joe to sit on it and have a bunch of tigers walking around him. Except when they showed the clip, I didn't see one tiger. Kirkham says, Joe egos was big. Joe's ego was so big. Way too big for his little body. Well, and you know he probably, like, kept that throne it's probably like it was probably in his house oh for sure for sure he probably has it like in his bedroom yeah that or it's like what he watches tv sitting on every night like you know most people have like or, a recliner yeah. he or has like that. he's got like a normal dining room table and then there's just that one chair on the end for him oh that's it yep mm-hmm. at the head of the table and then they said Joe would fire people just because he knew the cameras were rolling. They started taping the morning staff meetings, and Kirkham says it was like lighting a firecracker. In the clips that they show, it seems like Joe was trying to be a zoo version of Gordon Ramsay. Joe gets a blow up doll that represents Carol Baskin and shoves dildos in her mouth, and then is saying, You want to know why Carol Baskin better never ever see me in person? And then he puts a gun to the doll's head and pulls the trigger. Like, that is insane. Like, he is in desperate need of intensive (laughs) anger management therapy. And then Tim Stark says, we all told him to knock it off, stupid. Carol sues Joe over a Facebook video. Joe says, someone from Florida sent him a... in the head and posing with them like trophies with big smiles on their face addressing the picture carol says it was back before we could afford to give the whole prey to the cats as frequently as we do now so they're holding these rabbits with blood on their noses and they're grinning from ear to ear because their favorite cat's finally getting a rabbit and yet that has been twisted around into us being these horrific monsters that would get pleasure out of hurting a rabbit Carol rolls her eyes and goes, really? Do I have to explain this to somebody? And I wrote, uh, yeah, bitch, you do. Most people won't see a picture of three women grinning and holding up dead fucking rabbits and think this is normal. <laughs> I don't understand why, even if you were happy about it, why you would take that picture anyway. Like, just give the fucking cats the dead bunny. Whatever. Like, so... Carol sues Joe for copyright because he posted it all over Facebook. Joe says it wasn't even her picture. Joe posted the picture, so Carol went to the person who took the photo and paid $5 for it. 
Three months later, she had it copyrighted, and then she sued Joe. I heard these people are so fucking stupid, it's painful. Um, Howard explains that one lawsuit was about the rabbit photo, and the other lawsuit was about a bunch of photos where he would take a picture of Carol and take her head and put it on the body of a man in a diaper. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Like, you're suing about that? Like, I don't... Well, and also, then... who has the time to sit Joe. there? Yeah. Joe made the time. Joe made the time. Joe blocked off time in his schedule. He's like, look, this is my um, revenge Photoshop session I'm going to be doing. Like, I don't... Like, and, like, I don't know what you're, like, I guess, what is he saying? She He shouldn't be allowed to put a picture of her up? Or, like, is it because of Carol? I don't know. Like, either way, you're just drawing more attention to it by filing a lawsuit about it. And then, like, the next one, like, I don't, I was laughing so hard at the TV. Howard... <laughs> Howard goes, here's this picture of this gooey thing, and it says, smile, everyone. Be worse. You could have a crotch like Carol does. <laughs> like, I was dying because Howard seems like so seriously offended by this, and it looks like, like, I don't know, if you put a face on like a pile of snot. Oh. And like... <laughs> And, like, he's, like, saying it, like, this is so unreasonable. And if I were the people shooting this, or if I were a judge, I would have just started dying laughing. Like, I can't, like, this, like, all right. Like, I would have to, I mean, it's so stupid, and he's so serious about it. He's like, this is ridiculous. Like, you're ridiculous. Like, that's hilarious. (laughs) And then Howard shows another picture. He says they had slaughtered a horse and Joe is holding the horse's penis and it says, hey, Howard, suck my Captain Morgan. And, like, that's funny in and of itself. But the filmmaker's like, oh, by the way, that is a horse's penis. And Howard's like, yeah, that's what we we surmised from that or something. It's like, why? (laughs) Why are you... (laughs) conversation like that was the point at all (laughs) and so I guess they would go down like Joe would go down to Florida to protest in front of Big Cat Rescue like I don't like I don't go to the grocery store if I don't have to like I'm certainly not going to Florida to protest some idiot and her stupid husband and Joe says people yelled murderer as they drove by and honked then he has the audacity to say, I don't even know how you hold your head up in a community that thinks you killed your husband. Says the man that pays his employees $150 a week, pretends to have some country music career, went on tour with a 12-year-old fucking magician, <laughs> lets his staff have the first pick of expired food from Walmart, and thinks he can be loved by giving people drugs. I don't understand like i don't really think we should be having conversations about holding our heads up in communities because neither one of you should have your head held high anywhere so then they show 
Joe's standing by the big cat rescue sign with a bunny suit half on and his nipples are pierced and I wanted to vomit. Did you did you notice the bullet holes on his chest in one of those pictures? Was that is that a tattoo? That's or what I it... was wondering. Is it a tattoo? Or... I thought it was a yeah. tattoo. It looked like one. Yeah. Well, he probably went to the same piercer as his eyebrow, right? One move and they were going to fall off. Yeah. Oh, God. He's just so good. I know. (laughs) So, Howard and Carol requested a summary judgment, and it was granted, and it dismissed all of Joe's counterclaims. So, I guess summary judgment is basically if you can go to court and say, can can you give me a summary judgment? Where it's basically like, he doesn't have, he's just filing lawsuits to be frivolous. Like, there's no evidence. There's no nothing. And so, obviously, I guess Joe didn't have anything because the, the judge granted it. Then a news report says Joe Exotic agreed to pay a Florida animal sanctuary nearly $1 million to resolve a trademark infringement lawsuit. Joe doesn't feel like he got his day in court. He calls it dirty politics. Carol financially drained him. He says for a while he believed in the justice system, but not anymore. Joe says she'll never get a million dollars from him. He doesn't owe anything. And then he starts laughing and saying he's not stupid, which I take to mean he just put everything else in someone else's name after this happened. So he thinks he got one over on them, but I don't think that's really how things work. They'll still be able to get it. But Carol pursued the judgment and wanted all of Joe's assets. They quickly like scan over a piece of paper listing all the things that she wanted collected from GW Zoo. And it's literally like um, two staplers, 16 pencil clips, like, or pencils, 15 paper clips, you know, like a cup, paper, printer, like it's just everything. It's just like a vacuum everything (laughs) joe says she can take everything but she will never get him to shut up so joe turned over what he had to she took the semi truck and the tour bus which was a win for her because he couldn't do road shows without that equipment i said so much for his big talk about not owning everything kirkham says carol had joe by the balls and he hated her Rinky says any of the assets Carol wanted, he would take out there and blow up with Tannerite as we see him blowing up his watch and his bed. And I said, he may be the pettiest person on earth. (laughs) Kirkham is talking about how badly he wants to go with his reality show. He just needs a network. He is very frustrated. In his talking head, Kirkham says he was in negotiations with the network to buy the show. It would have netted Joe quite a bit of money, but it all came to a crashing halt. Then you see a building burning, and Cowie says they blew up the studio. Joe was in Chicago at the time for a funeral. It was clearly arson. The building with the studio and the building where the alligators were kept were blown up, and there was nothing left. Kirkham says he fell to his knees and cried because all of his footage was in the studio. That seems dumb. (laughs) Um, I, I still don't understand why you wouldn't have saved it multiple places or like put it on the cloud or something that you could download later. Like, I don't, I I don't understand, but 
Then we see Joe doing several takes of him trying to say that the alligators were burned in a towering inferno. John Finley said the sick because they burned up his crocodilians, which initially I thought he just made that word up, but then I Googled it and it actually is a word. <laughs> um, but I mean, he still has no teeth and still has no shirt. Joe offered a $10,000 reward leading to the arrest and conviction of the people involved. If it's tied to an animal rights organization, he'll double the reward, which seems like a weird thing to say because basically it's like, okay, just give me something so I can try to get this person arrested. It's not like that's really who did it. In my opinion, like, I don't know why it would make a difference. Like if fucking like Joe blow down the street, blew it up or Carol for the reward portion of it. Um, But Joe is just going off the rails and he continues to go off the rails. He's raging on saying, Carol Baskin, crawl this fence and try to hurt any of my animals again. You can guarantee goddamn tea. I'm going to put a cap in your ass the first time to make you squirm around on the ground. And then I'm going to put a bullet right between your fucking eyes. <clears throat> Joe says Carol Baskin offered Kirkham $20,000 to burn Joe's studio down. He says that they have emails. Carol says she sent Kirkham a Facebook message saying, <clears throat> I think you probably don't know about the person that you're working for. Howard says her intent was to warn him, but they never made him any kind of an offer or asked him for anything. I don't, I don't think that Kirkham would burn Joe's studio down with all the footage in there. Like, I just don't think that, I don't know why he would even guess that. I mean, I guess I know why probably meth and Coke is why, but. Yeah, but he said he cried when he saw that that um building burning so i really doubt it was him but people did well no no that's what i'm saying like i'm saying joe kept saying that or joe said that you know carol offered kirkham twenty thousand to burn joe's studio down i don't think he would have burned it down for i think if he was going to burn it down it would be like two million or something Hmm. like something where he didn't have to work anymore um I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see Kirkham having anything to do with it. I think Joe is just being paranoid. But didn't people also think it was Joe who did it? Because it probably was Joe (laughs) that did it. Joe's an idiot. Well, and I always think, like, it always, I mean, I guess maybe I watch too much, like, investigation discovery or something but it's always like somebody goes out of town and then someone dies and they're like oh but i wasn't even there it's like okay but you were tied to it in like three thousand different ways (laughs) um then they show security camera footage it's an unclear image of somebody walking by or up to the studio on the morning of the fire it doesn't show the fire beat like it's not even it's just like literally someone walked by Some people swore that it was Rick Kirkham. Kirkham says he was in shock and that he said, are you out of your mind? That's my retirement that burned right there. He had everything invested in footage that no longer exists. Ranky says he thinks Kirkham did it and took the footage. Kirkham says the person Joe feared the most was Kirkham because he was shooting everything in Joe's personal life and could take what he saw and witnessed and harm him with it. 
And I mean, I do think that Joe did it. But Ooh. Joe says there was all kinds of shit on there. Rinky doing veterinary work without a veterinarian. There were cameras on everybody every minute of the day. He, Kirkham, could have sold it to Carol and Carol could be saving it for a rainy day. For one, Carol is not calculated enough to save it for a rainy day. Carol would have sold it immediately and probably held like 15 news conferences that day. (laughs) John Finley says he was asked if it could have been Joe because when that happened, he was out of town for a funeral. So nobody ever would have suspected him of calling to have it burned down. So then we see on what appears to be a hidden camera footage, which is odd that Joe would do this to his attorney, but Joe's meeting with his attorney. Um, Kirkham says that Joe and him had gotten into an argument and Joe was like, I don't need you. I can go on. So Kirkham pulled out their contract, showed it to him and said, Joe, when I came here, not only do I own all the reality footage, I own all of your internet footage from the time I came here that I produced. So then they show this secret video meeting and Joe says, my producers are filming a reality show. Joe says it's already been filmed. His attorney asks him, how is he protecting that? And Joe's like, what do you mean? And the attorney says, well, if they've got it filmed, what do they need you for? Back to Kirkham saying, Joe blew up and yelled, you don't own me. And Kirkham said, actually, Joe, I do right now. I'm confused why at that point of knowing and filming Joe in the zoo that he would assume challenging Joe like that was a good idea. (laughs) Joe seems seriously lacking common sense and self-control, but he's definitely the type of person who's completely overdramatic and won't think about what he's doing before he does it. Back to that meeting, the attorney asks where the footage is, and Joe says in his recording studio. His attorney asks if they have copies, and Joe says no. The attorney says, see what I'm saying, Joe? And Joe says, I hear you. As he's leaving his attorney's office, Joe says, it just pisses me off. I'll find someone who needs 10 grand to make a name for themselves. Like, why are you filming your attorney secretly? Like, that's so weird to me. He's probably paranoid about everything. Yeah, he is. But, like, you're only implicating yourself. Like, the attorney doesn't have anything to do with anything. But uh, who even knows? Kirkham says whether Joe destroyed it or not, it was gone. Kirkham says he's handed the camera to Rinky and said, I'm out of here, man. And he said, and Rinky said, yeah, might as well go on home got his dog and got in his truck, left everything and went back to Dallas. He said he had a complete nervous breakdown. Kirkham said he was told by Joe and Rinky, if you step foot on the park again, we'll have you arrested for trespassing. Like, I don't know why he would ever go back in there either way. Yeah. Why would you want to? I can't imagine that being around them is any kind of a good time. (laughs) I feel like it'd just be like stressful all the time. Sheriff Rhodes says that the fire happened about the time Joe had a judgment placed on him from a lady in Florida. 
Some of the items within this fire were going to be under subpoena, hard drives and videotapes that might have been a motivation to maybe destroy some evidence. Bruce David, who was a contractor, said that Joe took advantage of a lot of people. That's why he thought the alligator fire was a scam. Joe was asking for donations to rebuild. Bruce says he only charged Joe $8,000 to rebuild a building that initially cost $120,000 to build. He said he did it for the animals. We see Joe at the grand reopening of the great GW Zoo exotic animal alligator facility. Say that five times fast. Mm Sheriff Road says their case never came up with anything definitive, so the case is still open. Back to Joe on YouTube, welcoming himself back, saying he's going to expose the lies, the corruption. And Howard says the building that burned down held information they were seeking. Howard says they have spent over a million dollars in legal fees. It's just, like, why are you continuing? Like, you know this idiot's not going to... Like, it, there's no point. He's not going to stop. You're never going to get the money that you're owed. Like, it's just, it's a waste. John Finley says Joe asked him if he wanted to put the zoo in his name and that at the time it sounded like a good idea. Joe's niece says that they've done so many transfers and quick claim deeds, you can't keep track of them. Joe thought he could derail them, but Carol's attorneys were vicious. And just went after everyone involved. Ranky says he was even sued just for being at the zoo. John Finley says it was in the works for him to be sued at the same time. He doesn't say whether he was actually sued or what happened to make him not be sued. But everyone involved was dragged to court. Carol even sued Joe's mother because she was listed on everything. Howard says the bankruptcy trustee went after Shirley, Joe's mom. Joe says his mom was also sued for illegal transfer of assets. Um, Joe says between the park and the lawsuit, mom ran out of money. We see a GoFundMe video of Joe's parents thanking people for helping donate money to them, and it's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Joe's niece, Chelsea Putnam, says every time Joe called his mom, it was always to request money. She was looking into things and asked her grandma if she was aware of some of the stuff her name was on, and Shirley said, Well, he shoved a paper in front of me and told me to sign it. Joe drained his parents dry. The only way Joe could make money was cub petting, so he started breeding animals. He was desperate. They show a tiger giving birth, and this is probably one of the saddest things I saw. They were, like, pulling... They like had this long stick and they were like dragging the, the tiger cub away from its mom. And then they were like squeezing it through a small opening at the bottom of the fence. It just looked so cruel. And then they just show like all these tigers pacing in a cage. It looked scary, but they didn't have enough food to feed all the animals and everybody else seems just super stressed about everything so then things got so bad that joe had mediation with howard to try and settle the bullshit howard says the prospect of collecting a million dollars from joe was not real high and howard was willing to make concessions joe pointed out his cash flow is very seasonal what if they take those monthly payments and make them lower in the winter and higher in the summer And they had come to an agreement. Joe confirms this and says that when he got Carol on the phone, Carol got greedy. 
She wanted his parents' house as collateral, and that was a deal breaker. We see Joe crying in one of his YouTube videos saying, Carol, Baskin, you've taken nearly everything I own, and you're going to have to kill me to shut me up because I'm going to die a hero, and I'm going to liberate the animal world. So during this video, this green screen background is a picture of Joe's brother, and it says, in loving memory, Gerald Wayne Schreibogel. And I honestly, when they first put it up, I thought it was um, Kit from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> like, I thought it was Napoleon Dynamite's brother. I was like, why is that picture up? And Jim just really doesn't know when to shut up. Like, I don't know. And Carol and Howard are stupid, too. Like, why don't you just say, look, Joe, like, we know you're not good for the million. You know, we're not going to get it. There's no point. Just stop talking about Carol and you'll be done. Because he probably would have had very little that he could have said about that. But, I mean, who knows? They're just all idiots. So, Rinky says Jeff Lowe came on the scene sometime in 2015. And he was going to save the zoo. So, they started calling him the Godfather. Jeff Lowe is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, he is a he's oh, awful. he's a douche. He looks like a douche. Like, like whenever I see guys wearing like affliction shirts and like exactly hats yeah, with you bandanas know he... under it, and and not to mention he's how old? Like how like sixty five? Yeah. So and and he dresses like that. Like, does he think? That maybe he thinks that, like, the girls like it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think he didn't realize that, um, you know, he wasn't on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Jeff is disgusting. Yeah. Like, he looks like he has never lived outside of Jersey and thinks that's, like, how people are. Like, he just looks like he just watches the Jersey Shore and he wants to be Polly B or something. Minus the muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said Jeff has money, allegedly. He flew between Vegas and Winniewood, and Jeff and Lauren, his wife, like the party scene. Um, and then they say that they were swingers. They used tigers to entice women to join them in bed. So he would take a few cubs out to Vegas's bait to get girls. Jeff Lowe disgustingly says, you take a little pussy to get a lot of pussy. Like, he's oh, so oh, gross. So, so gross. He would put tiger cubs into a Louis Vuitton bag, roll them through the casino and up into the suites, and then invite people to come have playtime and party with him. Like, I don't know that, like, being fucking wasted and on drugs is the best time to be around fucking tigers. <laughs> Well, it's probably the only way he could pick up girls. Yeah, it's like, why? Even I feel like I would like, even if I were one of those girls, I'd be like, okay, I'll go up there and okay, I'll have these drinks, but no, I'm not touching your old wrinkled penis. Yeah, well, it was, it was roofie time. He probably roofied them. Look, it was probably prostitutes. He probably just mm-hmm. saved them. That would be easier. 
John Finley says Joe and Travis went out to the mansion that Jeff Lowe had. There's one thing that I noticed, which I don't know if it's just because it would appear that during this time that they were filming this, that John Finley had already left Joe. But like John Finley, like he seems very like separate from Joe, even though Joe's supposed to be his husband. And, like, Joe says his name, like, later, I know he says, like, I know it was, like, Shy Vogel or something. But then he says it's Joe Maldonado and then Passage over his, like, third husband. But he never said anything about Finley, like, being his name. But, I mean, not that that matters. I just noticed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe was impressed by the money in the house and the drugs that Jeff would provide and Joe felt wined and dined. Um, Jeff says, I think he got up there and he was enamored by the big house and the fancy cars. And he thought, here's my next victim. Joe says Jeff had the money to fight Carol. Joe bowed down to Jeff and Finley says Joe was secretive. On one of the conference calls with Howard about the mediation, everyone had to leave the office, but Jeff Lowe stayed. Which this, I think, is like you can actually get in trouble for doing this. But Jeff says Carol and Howard thought they had Joe against the ropes because he was broke. Joe offered to pay $5,000 a month and Carol wanted $5,000 a month. Plus he had to stop breeding and cub petting. And Joe was like, how do you think I can make 5,000 a month to pay you if I don't do what I do? So Jeff pipes up and he's like, so this is just a big waste of time. That settlement offer is so far from acceptable. And then one of the attorneys is like, uh, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, who's speaking? And he says, Jeff Lowe. And the attorney is like, you need to get off the call. And Jeff says, when I woke up this morning, I was in a free fucking country and I'm still there. The mediator says, if you won't get off the call, we will have to terminate the call. Jeff said, well, then I just want to say, Howard, fuck yourself and fuck your cunt wife. Like, I would have lost my shit if I was on that call. I've been like, what? And I'm surprised Joe didn't get upset. Like, Joe's sitting there looking. Like, Joe looks like that girl in high school that, like, goes to her boyfriend and is like that guy was hitting on me <laughs> and he made me uncomfortable and then the boyfriend goes over like to fight and she's all like ah yes he loves me like that's how joe looks <laughs> jeff helped joe with his attorney bills joe's lawyer suggested that they dissolve the gerald wayne interactive zoo company and let jeff open one in his own name which if you let Jeff pay the attorney bills they're probably more Jeff's attorneys than they are yours at that point and I don't know where anyone wouldn't be like oh yeah let's just do that like and no contract of like I will retain this that or the other um but they wanted Jeff to open one in his own name so that Carol would have to start the lawsuits over again so Joe went with that and that's what they did then Kevin Antle is like, I'm not saying anything about Jeff Lowe on camera. Like, I will not speak about him at all. <laughs> so Joe says when he met Jeff, he thought he could trust him. Oh my God, shit hit the fan. 
Joe didn't know the mansion was rented. He didn't know he was behind on Ferrari payments. As soon as the zoo was ingesting, the evil side of Jeff and Lauren came out, according to Joe. Jeff and Lauren are fucking around with a lion, and I definitely thought that someone was going to the hospital. Yeah, and see, the thing with that is, like, they acted like they could not believe that this animal tried to attack him when it's a wild fucking animal and you are fucking around with it, like, trying to make it mad. They're they're idiots. They're all idiots. Yeah. One of the employees says that Jeff Lowe stole the zoo. And I disagree. I think Jeff Lowe, like, just paid very very small amount of money for the zoo like 30 grand for the entire zoo because he just paid off joe's attorneys and then he got the zoo so you didn't really steal anything joe's an idiot if you think you're going to be able to just keep moving this thing around in other people's name like it didn't help anything these people are still getting sued Mm -hmm. but you know oh gosh and you know like you would think that the attorneys at some point would be like look man like I can keep collecting your money that's fine but like nothing that you're doing is helpful to your case but that's that's it for episode 4 it was a slower episode I mean it was good it was just yeah, it not was, as good as the other one yeah it was one of the more boring ones for me yeah well and it just because there's just so many questions I have. Like, why are you dumb enough to think that some fucking stranger is going to come in and, like, save your zoo for nothing? Like, just because? Like, you're an idiot. hmm I don't... They, he's just an idiot. And, like, oh, your attorneys are like, why don't... Your attorneys finally get paid, and then their advice is like, oh, why don't you just give this guy the zoo? And, like, no part of you is like, oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> But, I mean, I guess Joe just didn't. Like, he doesn't think before he does anything. Mm-mm. And Jeff is just, like, the scum of the earth. <laughs> He's so gross. Yeah, he really is. Ugh. Thank you for listening to True Crime True Family. Follow us on our Twitter at TCTFP and Instagram at TCTF Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us where you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Please leave a rating and review. We appreciate all the feedback. Join us next week.